we often need to find some peace. You are the ocean. Thanks for tuning in to Nobody Cares. It's a podcast with me, myself, Juice McKenna, and my brother, and my brother, Kirk McKenna. Thank you for tuning in. So what you're listening to is You Are the Ocean. It's a uh, uh, record by Schwaki Roth, who plays the flute and zither, featuring Deborah Henson Conant on harp. This music is celestial water music for relaxation, meditation, massage, and the unfolding of joy. It's composed for flute, bamboo, flute, zither, harp, and cello with the sounds of ocean and stream. And uh, so on the back, there's uh, Shockey Roth, who's a man, playing the flute. Deborah Henson looks pretty nice. She's standing by a, a spray-painted, it looks kind of like a Doric column. Right. Or is that ionic? What kind of column would you describe uh, that as? I think I've seen that at Pier 1. Okay, it looks like some kind of <clears throat> spray-painted. This record was made in 1981. And then there's a weird, like, rusted root version of Schwaki Roth on the front where he's got some kind of beanie, homemade beanie, knitted beanie hat with, like, a poncho, and he's, like, in the... In the first picture, he looks like he's in somebody's apartment with some kind of plant in the background. This other one, it's more, it's like him getting back to nature more. Right. I'd say. Um, I also wanted to say that a zither looks like an auto harp. It's a stringed instrument. Uh, I thought it was a flute. Yeah, or lower sounding flute. That's what I thought. <clears throat> Do you think, can I see that for a moment? Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do so the, the first song we played is the, is, is um, the first track off of side one. Okay. Do you think Shocky, Ho- Shocky Roth would, like, hear our podcast and be upset that we're using his his music? No, I think Shocky Roth has probably transcended by now into the he, astral plane. He is an ascended master. <laughs> the great sea always speaks to you, moving over the earth in endless waves, touching your heart, and the great river of life sends forth music. Earth and sea and the great river move together, inspiring a deep love, rushing through our souls with joy. That poem was, I would assume, written by Shockey Roth, who is described on the liner notes as a magnificently gifted musician, who expresses the depths and heights of his musical soul through the songs of You Are the Ocean. Anything else good on him? Any more dirt on him? But TMZ has a search bar. (laughs) What's she got going on over here? Oh, she was on Shockey's newly released cassette, Rainbow Ray of the Masters. Well, here, this is interesting. This is how they... Okay, this is the last part of the paragraph. As a harpist, Deborah is also featured on the newly released cassette, Rainbow Ray of the Masters, with Shockey Roth flutist. <laughs> the newly released cassette. <laughs> but, like, we didn't know. I mean, we know that he's a flutist. It's written on here about 12 times. She's part of his harem. 
So you can get a free catalog of Heavenly Music by writing to Shockey Roth at Heavenly Music Company, P.O. Box 1063, Larkspur, California, 94939, USA. And I think there's a phone number on here if anybody's interested. What we should do Let's is... Let's call this number. Actually, we should okay. send a letter. We should send a letter. ask for the free catalog and we can discuss it, what happens, you know, in the next show. Well, I'm going to try calling <clears throat> first. You're actually going to call Shockey? I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? If they answer, you're going to ask for Shockey Roth? Shockey has ascended. Yeah. Shockey has left the building. <laughs> the astral plane. <laughs> well, okay. Well, moving right along. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to Nobody Cares. We were on hiatus for about a year. Yeah, about a year. It seemed like people really missed us. Um, we've got some new equipment. we still got our CAD. CAD is... Still, it's the CAD. It's the CAD, the CAD. The CAD's still blinking this awful blue light. <clears throat> we have a new uh, laptop computer that we're recording on. So, anyways. Yeah, and we have a new recording program, so we're raring and ready to go. <laughs> so, what's been going on with you? Uh, nothing, but... <clears throat> I hear that you have some really good news. Oh, oh yeah. <clears throat> well, During our hiatus. Well, what I wanted to say about that was, uh, so uh, I've been looking at wedding dresses online, trying to, and um, they keep bringing back memories of when I used to get out the fitted sheet from the closet when we were little. I guess I was a little older than you, so you're five years older than me. So I remember watching, like, all the Jesus movies with Nanny. Nanny's our grandmother. And, uh, like, Ben-Hur. What are some other Bible <laughs> The Jesus the ones? King of Kings. King of Kings. Ten is that, Commandments. Is King of Kings the two-parter? <clears throat> I... That's the one with, like, the 45-minute overture. I think that's, yeah, I think it is. So having been bored yet simultaneously obsessed with those movies, I just remember going to the closet and getting out a fitted sheet and wrapping it in such a way where it looked like, like, I, were, like I thought I was in one of the movies. You were in Jerusalem? Like I was in Jerusalem or in Egypt, really. Do you remember me doing that? Yes. <clears throat> I do. Was it weird for you? Was it weird that I would put on a fitted sheet? Like, I, would, I had a technique to it. Well, I used to use the fitted sheet and act like I had long, flowing hair. Because <laughs> <laughs> you would connect the, the mattress corner. That's where you, and you right. would put it behind your ears. Right. And now that I'm 40-whatever, and I don't really have a lot of hair, I do that again. So I had this technique where I would take the corner 
that would go into the mattress. I would go into the mattress corner and I would take it like this. I'm using a napkin to describe it. And I would take that in my hand and I would flop the sheet behind me. And then I would pull the, sh the corner down with my arm. And that would create the, this would create the, the strap of the, the, the dress that I was putting on. So I just had this like strap. And then I would put the rest of the sheet. Do you want me to just get a fitted sheet to show you? I'm just going to get a fitted sheet to show you. She is getting a fitted sheet. Um, I haven't done this in a long time. Don't listen to her. She's doing this every night. I haven't done this in a long time. All oh, right. Like you knew exactly which sheet to grab. I did. No, this is an ugly pattern. Okay, so you grab the an ugly pattern for now, but not for Jerusalem. You grab the. You grab it like this, and then you take this part of the sheet over. See, with the fitted sheet, you get a nice drape. It I've, creates a really nice drape. What's funny is, I think I once saw Scott Thompson do this on Kids in the Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so then you take this. This isn't exact, because it's kind of inside out. So you take it like this, and then you pull it around like this. Mind you, I was smaller then. And then you take this, and then you tuck it. So you get this—you get this really nice Hollywood kind of. You get—you get like a sash vibe, and then you get this drape. This really see this drape. What is? What were those called? A toga or something? Kind of, but this is <clears throat> way more. Look at this. But look at this. <laughs> the sash that wraps around my shoulder. So, I haven't done that in a while. Right. But did it make you feel weird that I would do that and then prance around the house with that on? Is that kind you of were like four. But is that weird? I was older than four. How old were you? Older than four. Six? I don't know. Ten? What's too old? Forty-two. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, no. do, do you remember, like, <clears throat> did you ever get the feel, do you ever have this experience where you feel like you, you have these memories of being a kid growing up? But then you don't, you're not sure how much of them are real or not. Like, you don't know how much of it you made up. Like those like those mugs you were talking about. No, those, those mugs were real. Those mugs were real, but do you ever feel like you had an idea of a television show, but then you think you made it up? Because you haven't heard or seen anything? In years? In years. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't ever think about it. Why not? I don't know. I, I don't think about weird TV shows. God, weird. you're talking to someone who watches all kinds of weird TV shows. I don't know. Do you? What shows do you think didn't exist? Well, I, <clears throat> well, I don't know. It's not. I guess for me, it's like I've been able to YouTube a lot of that stuff. Right. Stuff I thought I made up. But I, I think now it's like 
memories that I think I've made up that maybe aren't true. Oh, yeah, like, with YouTube, you can see all those old shows. Like, I can't tell you how many match games I've seen on YouTube. Yeah. It's just weird stuff. I don't know. It's just like weird stuff that that we used to say that doesn't make any sense. Like, whenever we, instead of saying dollars, we would say dadu dadus. Right. Why? Because we were little kids. But who says dadu dadus? I mean, you, I don't think you started to actually speak correct English until you were like five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you, it's like... You were speaking like baby talk until you were five. It was like, unless you were with some family that understood Esperanto, I, I have no clue. I think that's why you, we talked like that, is because we copied you. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't say dollars, so she would say dadus. Dadus. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, her private parts was the kuchka. <laughs> I didn't make that up. Where did that? I was thinking about that. The, the kuchka. Other day. That that was that was what nanny called them. Where does she get kuchka? I don't know. Yeah, we had a lot of weird things. Kuchka. I also remember saying um, gachis. Yeah, but that's not weird stuff that we made up. That's the weird shit that our parents said. Oh yeah. I'm talking like things that. Like, another, for instance, would be when we've said, um, we would say, Dead forever, so family feud. Right. What is that? I have no Dead idea. forever, so family feud? What does it I don't know. mean? I haven't thought about any of this stuff in years. <laughs> well, I think is we used to call goulash snush snush. Yeah, but that's not weird. That's like, that's just like a, like a phrase. I'm talking about stuff we made up that's really weird. Okay, here's a for instance memory that I don't know actually happened. Did we used to go to some kind of Sunday school that we'd have to get bussed really far yeah, away? Yeah, the, the blue church bus. Okay, what In was fact, that? In fact, what's, what's weird about that, that you would bring that up, I remembered that. I was older than you guys, and I even, on one of my CDs that I did of my own music, I wrote a song called The Blue Church Bus. What was it? Well, how did that how did that end up happening? They knocked on the door and said, "You guys want to go to Baptist church with us?" Who's they? The people of the church, because we we lived in like where there was a bunch of townhouses and there was a lot of kids. So the church saw us as like, well, these kids need need God. So they knocked on the door and said, "You want to go? Just be here. We'll pick you up." And we went to church on Sundays, and we all got put into classrooms. Did we go with our neighbors, like Kelly and them? But yeah. Did mom know we were going? Yeah, they were fine with it. They were fine with the you know the church picking How up often the kids in the neighborhood. Well, we were supposed to go every week. I only remember going a few times. But we only went a few times because then I started to have doubts <laughs> about the church, about God. <laughs> so it was all dependent on you, right? And I. Picked so up a Christopher Hitchens book and decided. So we weren't allowed to go to the on the blue we bus just, because you had doubts. No, that I'm kidding. We just stopped going. Hmm. We didn't want to go, did we? I don't remember. I thought maybe I made it up. Because to me, no, in my we head, really, it was like, we really did. To me, in my head, it was like an hour and a half long drive. It was. It was like in Cleveland. 
It was? It was somewhere in Cleveland. I don't remember where. Hmm. Was it fun? No, they put us in classrooms and made us learn Bible scriptures. Okay. We weren't even part of, like, their church service where they were, like, you know, singing songs and clapping and hooting and hollering. We were in classrooms. Yeah. Okay, that's one memory. Thank you for clearing up. Right. Another memory is the girl across the street from us living on Mission, maybe? The okay. Red House? Her name was Denise. And she oh. had, like, all these brothers. Do you remember? Yes. Okay, I remember her falling and scraping her knee. And this, like, bloody ball of something literally came out of her knee. It looked like a gun dro gumdrop covered in blood. And, like, everybody just stood there looking at her, like, horrified, and just left her there on the ground. And I just remember, like, crying, like, uncontrollably crying and being freaked out. And I can see it. And it, like, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. And it haunts me <laughs> to this day. This Denise was so annoying. She, You would just not even touch her and she would start crying. She was like, just cried at everything. It's probably because she had only older brothers that were awful. And her house was always filthy dirty. I don't know what their house looked like. I never went in it. Maybe I did, but I don't remember. I also remember the neighbors down the street being a couple without any children, and they were, like, in their 30s, and would just, like, ha for some reason, I would just hang out with them. I remember that. And I was, like, six years old, and I would just, like, go in their house. Like, where was adult supervision? I don't know. Did nobody watch me? Because I feel like I just, like, roamed the street. At like five years. I wasn't even six. I was like five. I I don't have very many memories of that time. I remember being attacked by a vicious dog. When was that? It was in that same street. I was on my way to school or something. And the guy let his dog out a big, huge German Shepherd or whatever. And jumped on me and attacked me. And was like biting me and scratching me. And the husband or whoever wasn't home. But... The owner, the the wife was there, and she comes running out instead of helping me. She goes, he's just a puppy, he's just a puppy. As I'm being, like, chewed to death by this dog. <laughs> and some guy from across the other street had to come over and rip the dog off me. That should have been a lawsuit. I should have had my college paid for. You could have a ton of money right now. <laughs> no, they were living in that part of Cleveland. didn't have any money. <laughs> well, he was only a puppy. Do you remember mom and dad getting a VCR when they first came out and having to have it financed? Yeah, it was like $987 at Curtis Mathis. They had to have their VCR financed. <laughs> Didn't they with the microwave They, they, they too? had to go through a credit check. Do you remember how cool that microwave was? That first microwave? It was got? like 1981, 82. It had the best colors. It was like orange, brown, right. and like olive green. It had no buttons. It was all knobs. It was all knobs. Right. I wonder how much radiation leaked out of that. I was just thinking about how your teacher would pin notes to me. My teacher would pin notes to Juice. I was in fifth grade and she was in kindergarten. But for some weird reason, the school that I went to was kindergarten. Wasn't it fourth and fifth or third, fourth, fifth grade? No, it wasn't third. It was kindergarten, fourth, and fifth. It was real weird. And whenever I was bad, because I wasn't, my parents didn't allow me to get swatted, because they signed the note. 
thank God. My teacher would say, you asinine. And she said, she'd say, you need to get your sister over here. I got notes for her. And she'd pin notes on my sister that I would promptly remove as we walked home. <laughs> Until one time I told Dad that you had been taking the notes off of me. And then you got a belt at home. Right. So I guess it was really no difference. It was no different either. I got beat by Mrs. Williams. I got beat by my dad. Did we have a fish tank or an aquarium? Didn't we all share a bedroom, by the way? Where was this at? Mission. You had like the full-size bed, and Schmed and I had to use bunk beds. I had a twin bed. That's right. Cause it Ten Because we weren't, we wouldn't. We had Ten daruraros. Our bedroom was upstairs in the attic, and the attic was always hot and musty. For some reason, I remember like someone's bed being up against a wall that had like, like there was like a cutout in the wall, and if you dropped something in there, it would like go into the wall and you could never retrieve it again. Do you remember that? It wasn't like a laundry chute. I don't know what cubby it was. Hole. It was like a cubby hole of some kind, but I remember I was really little. I was like three. And I remember getting my first impulsive, like, like obsessive compulsive impulse. Because I remember I was, I was looking at my Cinderella book, and I remember that wall being open right. and then being told a million times to not put anything in there and then I remember like dangling it over and I just, think I remember this and yeah. not being able to help myself but just dropping it like when you when you like don't want to throw your keys off a bridge but you can't help it you want to do it so bad I don't I do why it's like how I want to eat glass like I want to fight glass why I don't I don't know because it's there, I guess. I don't know. But I remember having... Well, it's kind of weird. Like, I had a bowl of rice, and the, but rice wasn't cooked, and I wanted to put my hands in it. Yeah, see? <laughs> it's the same thing. What's the difference between that and eating weird. glass? I don't know. So I remember dropping that book in there on purpose and then being really upset because I couldn't get it back, but having some sort of satisfaction. Like, it felt, it felt really good. Satisfying, right. Yeah, to do that. Right, it's sort of like those YouTube videos where you can never get satisfaction. Like, they show the person do all the puzzle pieces, except for the very last one, and it ends. <gasps> and you can't stand it. Who does that? Who there's there's videos like that, where you, you can't get satisfying endings, and it's like, it's shit like that. Who wants to look at that? I don't know, but it's aggravating. But that's sort of like what you were saying. But, but no. you have to have that satisfaction of doing it. Just because it has to be done. It has to be done. The book needs to be thrown into the wall. Right. And never to be retrieved again. So, I knew... I, we weren't going to get into this, but I, I should probably mention, when we're recording this, it's the day that they uh, inaugurated Trump to be... Dead forever! So family feud! Right, so, yeah, Trump is our president now. So, we have a reality star. We have to respect that. Do we, though? I don't know. I mean, personally, if we're going to get a reality star, I would have voted for Honey Boo Boo. But is she old enough now? Why not? I don't know anything. I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. don't know anything about Honey Boo Boo. I don't either. Well, let's figure it out together. 
What? What do you? What is it? What's what? What's Honey Boo Boo? I don't know. It's this. Isn't this 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 chubby girl with the ugly mom? But what's what do people watch about it? Like, what's the theme? What's the point of it? I don't watch reality TV. Was it on, like, TLC or something? I think so. The Honey Boo Boo show? Probably. The only reality show I watch is it like Is it, like, Capers? Involves a Judge Judy. Is it, is it like, Capers? Is it, like, Madcap? Like... I don't know. Honey Boo Boo, say? Is it, like... Did you ever see the YouTube... Does she slip on, like, banana peels? I probably... I mean, but did you ever see the YouTube of, do you ever watch Judge Judy on YouTube? you got to watch it, and when you look up Judge Judy on YouTube, look up the Tupperware lady. This woman is a spaz, and it's the funniest thing you will see. What is, what happens to her? She gets, she's staying at with this woman's house, and she gets pissed off because she thinks this woman is stealing her Tupperware. So this woman opens up the Tupperware cupboard, and she goes, and she swings her arm, and she knocks off all the Tupperware, and it lands on me. And I'm countersuing for all this money for my medical bills. It's hilarious. <laughs> Was it her friend? No, it's just some woman she lived with. And the woman goes, the woman goes, well, I want to charge her for her last month's rent, because she left some of her items in the, in the room. What, her and Judge Shooty goes... Well, what exactly did she leave in the room? And she goes, I have it right here. And it was a little Care Bear in a coffee mug. And Judge Judy goes, you couldn't rent the room because of those? <laughs> a Care Bear? How old was it? Like 2000. Who still had Care Bears in 2000? I don't, I don't know if it was a Care Bear, but it was like a teddy bear. A little teddy bear that fit inside the, the coffee mug. <laughs> and she couldn't rent the room because of the storage fees. <laughs> so wait, the woman, the woman who left the Care Bear was the one that had the Tupperware. Right, and she was obsessed with it. And she kept being all dramatic. It's probably because she paid a ton of money for it. Well, I start. We started watching Star Trek: Next Generation. You did? Yeah, but I can't. I can't get into it. Are you on season one? It just makes me feel like it's seven o'clock at night. It's channel forty-three. It's like way too. It's like. A little too quiet to hear, and everybody's like sleeping on the couch, and it's like too late to go out with your friends. Right. Was some of the episodes were very laughable. Shit. Like when you get that episode where Q, you know, kidnaps the bridge crew and takes them where they're fighting those, where Worf calls them vicious animal things. Oh. And uh, vicious it, animal. It's hilarious. Things. Like they're they're in they're in the woods and they're are they're in this desert. And like Riker's under this under this tent, and these these aliens are coming at him, and and Q has him sit down, and he puts a lemonade, and Riker goes, "I was just thinking of a lemonade." <laughs> well, they're being like attacked. <laughs> your boy, by these your these, boy Riker, <laughs> these pig people, and, and the vicious animals. And he goes, and they go back up to the ship, and they're like being attacked, and Picard goes, "By whom?" Some kind of vicious animal things, and Picard <laughs> no, goes. He doesn't, Picard he doesn't. goes. Picard goes. Animal things. Animal. <laughs> but he doesn't. He does that like that like vocal fry at the end where he goes 
Right. Some kind of vicious animal thing. Yeah, but it's not. It's like a question. Like, like vicious, vicious animal things. Vicious and, animal things. And, and Picard goes, animal things. <laughs> and he starts to be obsessed over this. And, and Jordy's got to go, Captain, we got to deal with our people down there. And he's obsessed over these animal things. <laughs> Or there's a, there's even a better one. Okay, this is when Whoopi Goldberg was on the show. And Whoopi Goldberg is like an amazing comedian. All right, so she, there was an episode where Data's got to learn how to, um, he wants to learn about comedy. So he goes down to the holodeck. Oh, God. He goes down to the holodeck and he whips up this computer. Holodeck. He whips up this computer-generated comedian and it just so happens to be Joe Piscopo. <laughs> Alright, so he's asking Joe Piscopo to teach him about comedy as Whoopi Goldberg is standing right there next to him. <laughs> so what you're saying is that race or sexism didn't play into that at all? <laughs> Racism or sexism? That, those were the two, like, war oh my god, and I remember that episode too because I think Terry Hatcher was on that. She was like, she, Terry Hatcher from what was she on Desperate House Hags? And like she was the transporter chief and she sees she beams over this guy and the next the next scene that you see is like him this this alien coming out of her quarters and she's half naked. It's hilarious. <laughs> I I get that song stuck in my head all the time. Plug it in, plug it in. Is this the end? We haven't even talked about anything good yet, except Star Trek. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. We'll leave you with Spanish Rivers off of You Are the Ocean by Shockey Roth and Deborah Henson Conrad. Thank you for joining us on Nobody Cares. Nobody Cares. Nobody Cares. Nobody cares. <laughs>